millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome back to the Diva Debrief with me, Rachel Shelley. And me, Victoria Broom. The Diva Debrief is your monthly catch-up on all things Diva, taking a deeper look under the covers of this month's Diva magazine. It feels like a really long time ago that we were here talking about you being in a cupboard and sucking on sushi. <laughs> like that, yeah. that, I miss those days, Rachel. It does. It feels like every, so much has happened in a month. It has. It's been a whirlwind, let's be honest, this last month. When I got out of the closet, finally, in oh. India and back into the real world, and my digestive system recovered, but we shan't go into that. Mm, you went into it in quite a lot of detail with me last time, if I remember right. <laughs> Best left behind. Yes. Let's leave that. Let's leave that conversation in the closet. Um, there's been so many things going on. We've had Lesbian Visibility Week and the Diva Awards on April 29th, two weeks ago. I'm gutted. I missed the Diva Awards this year. I'm absolutely gutted because it's always such a great inspirational lesbian event and it's just brilliant and I'm gutted I missed it. I know you were there Rachel so you can tell me about it. I was really missed you not being there. I mean it was great. It was wonderful. It's so inspirational as you say. It's really it's a very emotional night. It's very celebratory but people get up there They say such emotive things. I mean, I'm constantly sitting there getting goosebumps. Mm. Previously, you and I have hosted it and it's been fantastic. But when you're up on stage, I think your emotions go through the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And so to just be watching meant that I could just be a bit more in control (laughs) of how I was feeling. And listen and watch people and listen to their stories. Really wish I was there. But to kind of be able to sit and just actually listen to these incredible women's stories would have been amazing because I hear that Sandy Toxic and Saran Jones were there which yes. is amazing did Saran won right Saran won I, I don't I can't even remember who the other nominees were oh my god you were nominated but Saran won <laughs> Oh, come on. Yes, that was the category I was nominated in. That's not fair. She's Gentleman Jack. (laughs) It's funny. I knew I wasn't going to win. I just knew it. Did you prepare a speech, though? No, because I knew I wasn't going to win. Oh. So so if you were nominated for an Oscar (laughs) next to Meryl Streep, would you or would you not prepare a speech? Hasn't everyone who's ever acted in anything 
always got that Oscar script in their back pocket, just in case it happens. Every actor. (laughs) (laughs) The whole Gentleman Jack phenomenon that we've covered a lot on the Diva podcast, you know, all of that, it's huge. And I think everyone knew. I think she knew she was going to win. But it was, it was lovely to see those two women together supporting each other. That was very nice to see that. Because they're friends as well, I think, right? Yes, it turns out, I mean... You'll hear we have a feature coming up from Shah Bailey, the features writer on Diva magazine. She reported from the Diva Awards and you'll hear some of these speeches, some of these presentations and some of the backstage red carpet moments. So hopefully we'll be able to transport our listeners to the Diva Awards if you couldn't actually make it there. Mm. There was a lot. There's loads of stuff that went on. So Lesbian Visibility Week. So... Linda Riley, who is the publisher of Diva, who everybody knows, but Linda Riley, who's the publisher of Diva magazine, closed the London stock market to promote Lesbian Visibility Week. I think that is amazing. It's getting more and more international. It's expanding every year. I mean, I think it's only going to get bigger. And what's the day? So the Diva Awards kind of closed the week off. Was that right? It was on the Friday and the last official day of Lesbian Visibility Week was on the Sunday. It was a good night then. It was a good night. It was, yeah, it was definitely a good night. There was lots of dancing. (laughs) It was hosted by the wonderful Sophie Ward, who we both know and love. Mm -hmm. Her last book, which was called Love and Other Thought Experiments, which was long listed for the Booker Prize. Her new book is called The Schoolhouse. So that's just out. And we have the legendary Melissa Etheridge on the cover this month, Rachel. She's talking about Etheridge Island, which is a new resort festival in Mexico. And it sounds musically amazing. I mean, you've got Melissa Etheridge, who's a legend. You've also got a country singer who I have loved for years, Wyona Judd, who is also headlining as well. So that is going to be cool. And I'm desperate to go. And I messaged the Diva group and I was like, I need to go to this. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not excited at all. <laughs> we need to get Victoria Broom out there doing a special report for Pod Diva. I know it's a hard job. Someone's got to do it. Let's see. Yeah, can... <laughs> me. <laughs> Let's see if we can get you out there. It sounds amazing. Yeah, the lineup is really cool. It's really cool. It's going to be this queer, lesbian, queer woman space with these amazing female artists. The interview that Melissa does, she talks quite a bit about it. She's saying a lot of the music festivals are very kind of male headline dominant and she's completely changed that so it sounds like a really great event and the festival is in mexico at the end of august so mexico at the end of august that's oh, that's epic in itself Ooh, hot that's epic hotter than a hot tamale hotter even than carmen de la pica Morales. <laughs> i mean what a great cover to have as you say legendary melissa etheridge on the cover but there's also because of this really big month that we've just had lesbian visibility week there's the power list <laughs> the power list with all these visionaries blazing a trail for lgbtqia women and non-binary people lots and lots of amazing people there in so many different walks of life it's incredible. The power list just gets bigger and bigger and stronger. And it is it is amazing that you, if you think the month that we've had for lesbian and queer women. So you've had Lesbian Visibility Week, the Diva Power List, the Diva Awards. I mean, it's just the, the closing of the London stock market for to promote mm. Lesbian Visibility Week. This is huge. Like, 
Diva and Linda are taking over and it's amazing. Taking over. We're going global. You know we love it. Global. Talking about power list, one of the things that struck me when I was reading the magazine was this tiny little bit from Nick Crisera, who is staff writer at Diva magazine. Nick wrote, we're conditioned to believe that power means being strong, extroverted and super successful. You don't have to be any of those things. I find power in honouring my truth, in overcoming things that may be easy for others but are huge milestones for me. I'm taking up space in a world that tells me not to. I just love that because that shifted my thinking a little bit. This idea that power is, you know, success. Yeah. Strong and standing up and being heard. And then you realise that there's a lot of strength in the tiny things as well. The tiny little epiphanies and successes that are just small and small little hurdles for the individual they're as powerful I just thought that was a really nice little thing to hold on to and it's your own journey isn't it it's your own truth your own true self and being on your own exactly everyone experiences life and things in very different ways it's your own journey it's your own journey it's not Mm -hmm. a competition it's your own path and your own hurdles and Yeah, you're not in a race with anyone else. And I was also reminded that it's Mental Health Awareness Week. And I just want to steal a phrase from the awesome Shah Bailey. She said, go soft with yourself because you're awesome and you deserve it. Mm. Shah Bailey, she reported from the Diva Awards. As we said, it was at the Waldorf Hotel on Friday, 29th of April. Shah was all over the place, bouncing around in her beautiful neon pink suit. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, she looked awesome. She sent us this gorgeous feature that I've put together. Hopefully, it will transport all our listeners to the Diva Awards. Hi, I'm Shah Bailey, and welcome to Lesbian Visibility Week 2022. We're here tonight celebrating the end of the week with the Diva Awards. It's the very first event that we've had in person after the pandemic and we are so excited to celebrate LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Diva Publisher and my boss, Linda Riley. For those of you who don't know, happy Lesbian Visibility Week. I, I cannot tell you how much I love that saying. You know, I can say it all year round. People, it's Diva editor Roxy Bordelon taking to the stage now. So tonight is about celebrating how far we've come. And we need this. We need moments of celebration and togetherness and queer joy to fuel us in our fight. Because make no mistake, there is still so much to fight for. From equal access to fertility treatment to a conversion therapy ban that protects us all. Lucy Spraggan, Musician of the Year. How does that feel? It feels incredible. It feels great. It's uh, it's just such an honour. Alexandra Dessar, congratulations on your nomination for Unsung Hero of the Year. We don't do what we do in this community for the recognition, so these awards always feel really strange, but really, really lovely. Eva Echo, you are Diva's unsung hero of the year. You never set out to, like, even get an award for doing what I do. I just want to do it because I genuinely feel that 
there's not enough justice in the world. And if everyone can just do that bit, use their platform, use their voice, we can all make a difference. And that's why I do what I do. Until there is liberation for everyone, there's still a lot of work to be done. This is such an honor for me to do this um, because uh, I know this person in two regards, the fabulous, fabulous public life of this person, but also I can tell you privately, uh, this is a really, really wonderful friend of mine and it is so, such an honor to give her the award. You will know her as the fabulous Saran Jones. She's my friend, Sarah! And Lister, stomping, speed walking, all over the BBC at nine o'clock on a Sunday night in a period drama when families are sat down, allowing people to have conversations, to connect and to say, that one there, she, she doesn't conform to society. She doesn't conform to gender. She is just who she is and she's brilliant and beautiful and talented and wild and a bit of an arsehole at some times. Um, Yes, aren't we all? Yeah. Um, and it's just, um, going into the second series has been a privilege, as I hear you all up here saying, thank you to my wife. I've loved Sophie Rundle being my wife. And, and Lister bringing her home. Um, so thank you so much. This is just, it's, it's just a, a beautiful thing to have. One of my favorite awards ever. Thank you. have been absolutely phenomenal. We've seen people win awards, we've had laughter, we've had tears, and most of all, we've brought our community together to celebrate the success of some incredible members of the LGBTQIA community and our allies. We'll see you next year.
that recording, there are so many legends yes. in that recording, yes. right? You know, so you've got Linda, Linda Riley, who's our publisher. You've got Roxy in there, who's our editor. You've also got Sandy Toxvic, who I, I love Sandy. I love Sandy so yes. much. Rosie Jones is in there as well. Yes. Sandy kind of shouts over a compliment about her comedy skills because Rosie is hilarious. Yeah. Rosie kind of just shouts back, I do what I do because you paved the way. And that is so amazing that she recognises these powerhouse queer women that did pave the way before. And yeah. I think sometimes we, as queer people, I, sometimes we forget that because it's ever-changing. Mm. The rainbow is ever-changing and it's ever so colourful. And you do forget that there are those older queer women, lesbian women, that have paved the way for us. We do need to stand up and respect them and go, yes, you did. Horse McDonald is another one as well, who I go, you were out way before, way before anyone else. She's the same as Melissa Etheridge, actually. Melissa Etheridge came out like she never hid her sexuality. With her record company Mm. in the 90s, they kind of said to her, yeah, let's chat about this gay thing. Is this going to be a thing? Are you going to wave a flag? And she was like, I'm sorry, what? What do you mean? Am I going to, what does that even mean? Am I going to wave a flag? And then she said, and she said, you know, I'm not going to hide who I am. This is who I am. I'm not going to pretend I'm dating a man. I'm not going to go down a red carpet with a man. I'm not going to lie as a singer. And I think this is the same as as comedians and as performers. Your true self, you have to be your true self to be able able to express through creativity yes. you kind of have yeah, to she says that you know? doesn't she in the article yeah and you do it's true and sand is the same and horse has been the same they can't turn that part off of themselves because it's part of them and it's part of their art yeah exactly again the emotion was there because when rosie said that sandy toxvig looked genuinely quite struck by that and she actually says oh, fuck, I'm going to cry now. And it's that whole thing of when you're up on stage and everyone's looking at you. you Everything's so heightened in those events. I just think it's great that younger generations of comedians or singers or actors or whatever are recognising those that trailblazed before us. I I thought that was a really lovely moment in the audio. Really nice. It really was. It really was. Part Diva. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. There was also a very special Diva Choice Award that went to Adele Roberts, the BBC Radio 1 DJ and broadcaster. That was probably one of the most spine-tingling moments of the evening, actually. Her acceptance speech was really, really quite beautiful. She's, I mean, she's been incredibly open these past few months about her cancer diagnosis and the treatment. Another hugely inspiring woman, and obviously we wish her all the best on her path to good health. Mm-mm. Very heightened emotions. There's lots of pictures out there on social media if you want to get a full feel of it. I, I have to say, I had a photo taken with Megan and Whitney, who make up Wagon, and they'd won their award. Unsung Hero of the Year, we featured them. You interviewed them for Pod Diva a while back. Oh, I'm so glad they won that. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, because they are un- unsung heroes. They really are. For what they're campaigning, they're oh, well but done. They, we had a photo together, and they have this little thing that they clip on their phone to do a selfie and it's the brightest light you've ever seen in your life it's about two inches square and it's got about a million little lights and it almost blinded me when we had the photo and they said don't worry don't worry it has great results it was like Botox in a light. Oh my God, what is this light? I know! (laughs) They posted the photo and I was like gosh I'm retweeting that one because it looked like I'd had full Botox (laughs) I loved it I loved it (laughs) oh you need to send me that photo I need to have a look at this photo we we also need to know the make the model and where that light is from (laughs) I know I've got a feeling they might have got it in the states I'll go to the states I'll get one it's fine (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) worth the flight it was quite funny it's super super glam and talking about social media Victoria Broom I've noticed that you've come off social media is that something that you would like to discuss? My profiles are still there, but I'm just not on right. it. Um, I find that actually I sometimes think that social media is really bad on the mental health. Yes, I agree. I think that it's there's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of like fake news. And also I found that it's actually becomes a, more of an addiction, oh, yeah. social media. So you're sitting there, you're looking at Instagram or Twitter more often than you actually realize. (laughs) And so when I stopped, when I kind of deleted all the apps and I kind of came off, I realized the habit of reaching for my phone to scroll through Twitter or Instagram. And it's a habit. And I feel so much better Mm. for my mental health and my well-being not being on it. Yeah, I, I don't know when I'll be back. I might be back. I might not. Let's see. No, I really respect that. I really respect that. I find that when I have Mm -hmm. something I should be promoting, and quite often, you know, that is Pod Diva. It's usually something to do with work that I feel I have to promote. You're right. It does. I don't like to say addictive. If you've got to do something and you're on your phone, tiddly, 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 and then you want to see if anyone's liked it, how the response has been. And then that does become obsessive, quite obsessive. Yeah. I have flurries and then I have to wean myself off and say to myself, stop it, put it down. Don't look at it. You're not doing it. And in this week of mental health awareness, let's all be aware that it can, it can be very positive. Yeah. There's a lot of fan bases. A lot of people have met each other. I've recruited quite a few people to do um, Beyond Borders through twitter and it's been amazing oh you have 
yeah see things like that things like that are really nice it's just if you can filter out all the negativity people are mean to each other there's no reason for it and it's like do i really want to be spending my time reading about people being mean to one another no No, you don't no i don't i really don't but i'm putting this out there i think that people should take a week or two weeks off all forms of social media and just see how you get on you will start seeing stuff as in life things around you and experiencing the now rather than and I always talk about experiencing the now and living in the now and then I need to follow my own words sometimes yeah I struggle with social media I think most people do so there we go I've said it but yes you can meet a lot of like-minded people I know that there's a huge fan base for a show which is featured in the magazine this week Heartstopper oh I love this show so much (laughs) it's such a good show it's such a lovely show heartstopper comes from the graphic novels by alice osman who has also i think produced and developed this show for netflix and those graphic novels have helped so many young people navigate their own experiences there's there's been this recent glad report that showed that lgbtqi representation on screen is at an all-time high Yes, 2022 is the year of queer characters, I'm telling you. 2022, did you say? 2022. 2022 is the year of queer characters. So I love how I didn't really know anything about it, actually, because I'm off for social media. So I didn't really know a lot about it. Oh, it's good. So I would just wish I had this when I was in school and in my youth, because it just normalises queer feelings and non-binary and trans and it just normalizes the whole thing there's an amazing trans actress in in the show whose name is yasmin finney she plays a trans character and what's so great about the trans character is it's not even mentioned that the character's trans she just moves from being in a boys school to being an all-girls school wow now that's a story that's a story it's it's just completely not mentioned there's a trans joy in a queer joy about the characters that character holds all of the the characters together really i i feel it's the friendship groups that are created and the friendship groups that alice has created from from writing this it's your queer chosen family and being a queer woman when i first moved to london now i was very lucky that i've always said this i've had very supportive parents but i first moved to london and you choose your family. And that's what's so lovely about the queer community is you pick who who your family is. It's about the queer family and everybody being supportive and being together. And it's just queer joy. I know we've had a whole pod about queer joy. Well, you can't get too much of it. Exactly. (laughs) Let's be honest. So the show itself kind of talks about being outed. Most gay people have had that. Homophobia. Most gay people have had that. And mental health. Mm. There's a balance of joy with it. It's not the, oh, woe is me, oh, woe is me. There's Mm. joy in being gay. Is it British? It is British. It's very glossy. It is British. It's a very glossy show. A bit like sex education? It is a bit sex education-y. It's at similar ages, but it's queer. There's a lesbian couple in it. And at the start of of, of the series, they're not out. And then they come out. And what's so interesting is the two lesbian characters 
have very different experiences of the coming out. As you can tell, I love the show. Talking about watching on television, I know I'm very behind the curve, but I'm watching Derry Girls. One of the girls comes out as lesbian, which I thought, considering it's all placed in the 70s, you know, in Northern Ireland. Have you seen that? I've not seen Derry Girls. I need to. I need to watch it. Because it's all steeped in religion. Obviously, they're in this Catholic girls' school, which is run by nuns and some of the girls are just like, I don't know if I believe in lesbians. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it yeah. also it's one of those shows that is combining all this crazy wildness of you know kids living their sort of wild lives, and then suddenly you get this drop of heavy politics and real life events, and it knocks you off your feet mm, while you're watching mm. it. It's like a sucker punch. You're lost in the joy of these teenagers, and then you realize, oh my God, these things would have been happening while some of the atrocities, the worst atrocities, it's a really interesting combination. Mm. And I can't stop myself doing really bad Northern Irish accents all the time because it's so addictive. And the accents, I know they're really bad and I apologize. Is it on your CV? (laughs) No, God, no, it's really bad. I go to Ireland quite a lot and I've been strictly told by the locals that my accent is appalling. But talking about accents and great accents, we have a Beyond Borders that comes from Brazil today. Mm. This one has been quite a long time in the creation. Her accent was so strong that we agreed that it would be okay for us to find a Brazilian actress to voice it, which is what we have here. I just wanted everyone to know that I have Tachi's permission to do that. Here we are. This is Tachi from Brazil. Hello to everyone at Podiva and everyone listen to me right now. My name is Tatiane, but I prefer to be called Tati. Uh, I'm 35 years old. I'm from Valença in the interior of Bahia, a state here in Brazil. Uh, I'm a lesbian. I knew that since I was a child, but I didn't understand or accept me. I felt different from the other girls and I found it strange to live there. As a teenager, I tried to be with men, but it didn't work out. Since then, I've only been in love with women, always college or work colleagues. It was easier for me to meet them through chats. I was always very shy. I believe that women are more reserved, so it makes meeting difficult. Although here in Valença, there are no places made exclusively for LGBTs. Here it's a small and well-reserved city, but when there was the LGBT parade, everyone who has identified themselves appeared. I didn't participate, not out of shame, uh, the height of the sound that bothered me. But I enjoy it uh, when they passed by my house. My sister and I are alone at the moment. Uh, I believe this pandemic has affected a little. It's all stopped here, at least in relation to parties, outgoings at night. My sister is also a lesbian. 
We are openly lesbians. My parents took it very well. I think we got lucky, but the, that doesn't happen to everyone in the same way. Despite advances in recent decades, communities in Brazil still struggle with setbacks, prejudice and family rejection. Brazil still records uh, high rates of violent deaths against LGBTs. In the last 20 years, more than 5,000 have been murdered or committed suicide because of prejudice. Within Brazil, I can mention some places that promote and encourage tourism with diversity and inclusion. São Paulo is the capital of the largest LGBT pride parade in the world. The capital of São Paulo is known for being one of the best LGBT-friendly destinations. There are many LGBT bars and clubs. Rio de Janeiro is the sexiest LGBT-friendly destination according to Trip Out Gay when it comes to romance and sensuality. Florianópolis has a connection with the LGBTs community. It has hosted the annual convention of the International LGBT Tourism Association and it was also elected as Destino Party and LGBT by the New York Times. And Salvador, capital of Bahia, is internationally known for its diversity and hospitality. It has beaches, neighborhoods that concentrate the local LGBT KEA plus scene. An example is Porto da Barra Beach, no for being the favorite of the LGBT's public and was named by the British newspaper The Guardian as one of the best bitches in the world. Well, then that is it. I made a summary of my history and a little of what happens here in Brazil with you. And thank you to everyone who is listening. Bye-bye. Thanks. Super fun, wasn't it? Yeah. So she talks about San Paolo being one of the best LGBTQI plus destinations. Now I've heard this, and I've had a few friends that have gone to the San Paolo Pride. Apparently, it is it is quite incredible, and it is very free, and it is very just loving. I've heard that it is quite a special place. I suppose, like everywhere, with even within a country which maybe isn't completely open to LGBTQIA communities, there are pockets where it is absolutely celebrated i mean look at tel aviv in israel i think that might be the next world pride in tel aviv it's or it's had a world pride and i really feel that the actress Anne tatty gave us that queer party vibe of sao paulo and in some parts of the country obviously 
people can be free and open and display that affection as much as they like. And in others, it's kind of frowned upon. And there's a piece in the magazine about public displays of affection. That's something that everyone can relate to whatever their sexuality. There's a piece by Eleanor Noyce, What's Considered Improper. We have a Beyond Borders coming up from Indonesia and there apparently it's frowned upon even for straight couples to hold hands in public. It's interesting, the the kind of public displays of affection. So going back to the Diva Awards, Roxy was saying that there's actually been an increase of homophobic attacks. And that is something that I am very aware of, and my partner is very aware of. Say if we're on the tube or whatever, do we hold hands? Depends who else is on the tube. Holding hands, I love to see it. Hugging, I love to see it. I love to see that just love and that joy. Especially also if I go back to Shropshire with my partner, no, we wouldn't walk down the street holding hands. <laughs> and I'm not saying that, there's, that Shropshire is homophobic or whatever, but I just, I just wouldn't. It's not as accepted or accepting as it is in a city. Do you remember the attacks on the two lesbians on a bus in London? Oh, awful. Yes, yes, awful. I actually think that that has scared quite a lot of lesbian couples, to be honest, because it absolutely terrified me and my partner. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. We haven't really held hands or I haven't put my hand on a leg or, or anything since then because you just don't know who's around. Do you feel differently about it, the two of you? Yeah, so I would absolutely hold her hand not even be aware that there's a group of straight men across the way and she would just be like you don't know who's here you know there's so many attacks happening at the moment there are more and more homophobic attacks especially on women and as well you have to protect yourself but i hate that we have to i hate it sometimes you hold your partner's hand for support for yourself or to give them support or someone being a bit possessive. Or you just want to hold their hand. Or you just want to be connected. Or you just do it because it feels so nice to hold a hand. And it's so sad to think that people, well, of course they are, but are intimidated not to. And it's interesting. So when we've walked down a street and we've been holding hands because, say, nobody's around or you just feel very safe to hold hands. And we see, like, a couple of guys that look a bit like, mm, we break apart don't even have that communication of oh shit right we don't know who's what's what's gonna we literally just break apart you just do it yeah it's a natural instinct being two women together it's a natural instinct wow. but yeah it's sad yeah it is it's sad i have to say when i walk around places when i see couples gay straight whatever holding hands i love it i love to see that. yeah i kind yeah. of feel like if there was and this is where I realise maybe sometimes I'm on social media too long. <laughs> I feel like I'm in my brain hitting the like button. I wish I could let them know. Oh dear, you need to come off social media, honey. I need to come <laughs> off social media. But do you know what I mean? That... If you're like hitting the like button, are you constantly like just trying to scroll? But in my head. No, but I'm just... Like when you're walking down the street. In my head, I'm kind of... I'm not actually hitting the like button. But as soon as we're talking about that, am I addicted? Oh my God, maybe I am. Maybe I need to come off. No, I think, I think you need to take a week off. Take a break. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? That feeling, I'd like to be able to just sort of go, I approve, but of course that would be weird. And But you want to kind of... It, yes. That feeling of, I want to say... Good, good, you know. I get it. That's cute. That's nice. We like to see that. It makes it makes people happy when you see two people holding hands. Yeah, it does. You know, we're going into Pride Month next month. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We've got on that queer calendar. The queer calendar is busy. 
It's great. We've got a lot coming up, actually, over the next month. We've got YouTuber Rowan Ellis, author of Here and Queer. She has this awesome blue hair. She's oh, fab. She's quite awesome. We've got Blue Hydrangea coming up, who's a Northern Irish drag queen. I know you love yourself a little bit of drag, Victoria Broom. I do love drag. I do. <laughs> and, of course, we're moving towards Pride Month, which is the most exciting month in the Gay calendar in the LGBTQIA plus calendar. Well, I think Lesbian Visibility Week is quite important as well. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. These two months, people, this is our time. 2022, year of the queer. Year of the queer. Okay, lesbians, stay visible. It's not just one week that we're visible. Let's just be visible forever. (laughs) And all LGBTQI plus people, stay visible, stay proud. Be kind to yourself this mental health week. Mental health is really important, as I said earlier. Maybe switch off from social media, but don't switch off from Pod Diva. Oh, no, 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 no. And remember the wise words of Char Bailey. You are awesome and you deserve it. Yes. And thank you, listeners. We'll see you next in Pride Month. Whoop, 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 whoop. whoop, whoop. Get your whistles ready. Start polishing your whistles. Stop polishing your whistles. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Start polishing your whistles now and polish your whistles. See you in Pride Month. (laughs) Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva. Queers for your ears in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Ooh, I'm excited. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.